0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. This week we bring to you the results of night one of WrestleMania as well as the results of Supercard of Honor.
0: Yay. Yeah, I kind of I kind of hate that I didn't order Supercard of Honor.
1: Yeah, it looked like it was really good.
0: Yes, yes, yes it did. Um
1: saw a surprise return? Yep. Um uh, which we'll get into in, in a few minutes. Uh this week, we're, we'll start with our whiskey real quick and then we'll talk about what we're going to talk about this week. Sure. So, this week we are drinking Angel's Envy. And you might be thinking, but you guys have done Angel's Envy on more than one occasion before. And you're right, we have. This, however, is Angel's Envy finished rye. Okay. And it is, so, it is a rye version of Angel's Envy and it is finished in uh, Caribbean rum casks.
0: Interesting.
1: So it's got a little bit of interesting there. I think the normal Angel's Envy is finished in, um, uh, like, some sherry casks or mm-hmm. something. Uh, I mean,
0: it smells so really good. It is, yeah.
1: I'm not going to lie. I, I did happen to try this uh, the other day when it was given to me, mm-hmm. um, and it is delicious. All right. Well,
0: so, well. without further ado, then, yeah. I want to trace it. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Oh wow. That is really good. Yeah,
1: it's got just a nice burn to it. it is There's some vanilla sweet. flavors in there.
0: Like that's really oh. odd for a whiskey. It is super sweet, which I imagine is comes off of the the rum barrel finish. Mm-hmm. Would be my guess. <clears throat> um, man, I really like that. It is of course. I like I like Rise anyway. Yeah. I really like that.
1: It it is good. It uh I still think and I keep going back to these. I st- I think I like the Redemptions the best right now. Yeah. But this and this is significantly more expensive than right. a Redemption.
0: Which and I mean I, that makes a difference too, you know.
1: You know, but I don't know. This is really really good. And I could see myself sipping on a glass of this for a while.
0: That would make, I think that would make a fantastic old-fashioned. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're talking about an old-fashioned, you're only talking about, you know, a whiskey, a bourbon, or a rye, or whatever. Yeah. A little bit of simple syrup, which I don't think you would even need to use much with that, with how sweet it is. A dash or so of bitters Mm -hmm. and a twist of orange or a twist of uh, lemon, depending. Yeah. Um, that would make an awesome old fashioned.
1: Yeah, we'll have to like do that one one day, and just you know,
0: yeah, I, I agree. Make
1: make some, start making some cocktails on whiskey and wrestling.
0: Yeah, we can make some whiskey cocktails. That would be awesome.
1: Maybe we can reach out and partner with Greg from How to Drink, right? <laughs> well. Like I said, we had night 1 of WrestleMania last night. We've set up for night 2 tonight, so unfortunately we won't be able to bring you those uh results yet, but we will get those to you next week.
0: This week has been a, just a large amount of wrestling and it always is. WrestleMania week is always a wrestling everywhere. Mhm. Right? I mean, we had of course we had Raw on Friday. We had SmackDown on or Raw on Monday, SmackDown on Friday, <laughs> Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage on Friday. We also hey. had GCW had something that went on yeah. during this week. Sure, um, Impact had something. Impact probably had something like like a lot of wrestling. Uh, Mission Pro had something going on. Of course, they're from Texas. Um, you know, a lot of le- the smaller wrestling companies, things like that, they always do something during WrestleMania yeah. week because there's such a hype for wrestling during that week yeah right uh we of course had the hall of fame induction ceremony Mm -hmm. where uh we put in queen charmel yep the steiner brothers yep um vader vader shad gaspard got the warrior award Award, and of course the undertaker went in um so yeah yeah um
1: We're not going to run through Raw and SmackDown and Dynamite and Rampage this week. Yeah,
0: I mean, we there was some stuff that happened. uh, Yeah, I mean, well, there's Raw and SmackDown.
1: The only thing that happened on Raw, yeah, they were built. The only thing that happened on Raw is it was announced that Seth would have an opponent at Mania, and we'll talk about that as we run through Mania. On Dynamite, we saw the debut, uh, the AEW debut of Tony Storm.
0: Yeah, where she won. uh, She beat Bunny. She beat Bunny. To move forward in the Owen Hart women's mm-hmm. bracket.
1: And SmackDown, nothing, nothing happened. Nothing major happened on SmackDown. Rampage, I don't think anything really happened. The only happened.
0: thing on Rampage was that, that I wanted to kind of mention was you saw um, Keith Lee versus Hobbs. We're, and, and this is an overarching thing that I do want to talk about real fast. Before of course, we get to yes, yeah, of course. Because of how this happened. Keith Lee wins. Yay. Um, and then all the heels beat down Keith Lee. And uh, it's worth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Tony, I don't know if you listen to us or not. Maybe we're that, hey, there's this little this little wrestling podcast out there. I'll give them a listen. If this is the episode that you happen to pick, stop having heels beat down faces into perpetuity with no comeuppance. Yeah. It was boring as all get out with the elite. It was boring with the pinnacle. It was boring with the inner circle. It is currently boring with the Jericho appreciation society. It is boring with Team Taz. So would you say it's boring? Stop. (laughs) I get having the heels beat down the faces. I get that. Ooh, let's get heat on the heels. But at some point, the faces have got to either be smart and outwit them Mm -hmm. or beat the trash out of them in a, uh, you know, you thought you were going to do it, but you didn't. Type way. Pick something else. Figure out another trope for a little while. You can come back to it. I promise it'll still be there. It's been there since the 40s. Uh, you can use it again. Just quit for now because you have too many heel factions that are just beating up faces. Like like the Jericho Appreciation Society, right? Yeah. Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz, they got the jump on them. They started beating them down. It was fantastic. And we were sitting here talking about the fact of, hey, that, that's something different. The faces are, are beating up the heels. Maybe, you know, we'll see something cool. Nope. Yeah. They got to a point where, hey, we're standing tall, and then they got beat down.
1: Yeah. and it, Please it, quit. Like you said, it just it becomes boring. Now. I'd like to see some other people come in, or some other people join forces with Xlax and Eddie Kingston against Jericho, Appreciation Society, Mm -hmm. and Team Taz just needs to be beat down on Friday night. They they need a significant beat down. They need Will Hobbs to turn against them. um,
0: Something needs to happen
1: because it is the exact same. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you've also got you you kind of got Team Taz almost completely dissolved at this point too. Hook has nothing to do with him, mm-hmm. right? He's his own thing that's going on. Uh, Brian Cage is no longer with him. That was before he he, he had his whole yeah. you know, thing where he's been off TV, which we're going to talk about him in a second, too. Um, So it's just Hobbs and Stark. Break them apart. Let Hobbs go back to be in a phase. Have, you know what? Let's form a new faction. Let's have Hobbs join Keith Lee and Swerve uh I would be one hundred percent behind that faction. Yeah. You know, so uh but
1: yeah it just come on Tony.
0: hmm It's just it's just not good. Tony Tony Khan has about four maybe uh stories uh, stories tell- that he can tell and and after he's done those four he just recycles them with the same people. Mm-hmm. Like, look at, we've talked about MJF. You know, we've talked about how his storyline for everybody has been the same. You have to go through all my people. He's doing something new now. Hey, there's this whole Wardlow can't come to the arena, which he did anyway. Um, Of course. You know, that kind of stuff. That's new. That's exciting. MJF is growing as a character. Hooray! I'm waiting for. It to become a, okay, Wardlow, you can finally come back, but you have to fight through the pinnacle. Which, and
1: you've got pinnacle uh, with, Which
0: is slowly dissolving, it looks yeah,
1: like. FTR certainly have no interest in being around MJF right. right now. Like, and it's very clearly coming off in their... Well, they even made on the together. comment
0: when Wardlow got, quote-unquote, arrested for being in the arena. Um... You know, the FTR guys were screaming at MJF that he's our boy. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing? That's our boy. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, But that's just kind of what I wanted to get off my chest a little bit with AEW. Just the fact that, you know, I love their in-ring work still. Their storytelling has a long way to go. Yeah, you know, and
1: I thought it was a little pretentious a few weeks ago. And I, I don't think I brought it up on the show, but I read uh, something where Eric Bischoff was talking about how he doesn't see storytelling in AEW. He doesn't see, not just, he doesn't see storytelling. He doesn't see an understanding of how to tell stories in AEW. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was a little harsh and, and a little wrong, I guess. Cause he then turned around and said, he he sees that they understand how to make stories in WWE. And I disagree to an extent with that part, but the more I reflect on the AEW, portion of it he's not wrong
0: I was gonna say honestly I agree with him um complain as we do about WWE and what they're doing all of their stories are different right now yeah with the exception of the women but it's always been that way they don't know how Um, to write
1: women and they fired the one woman who was there writing
0: for them. so so at least the stories are all different have they been done before sure it's wrestling of course, they've been done before. Yeah, but it's not like they did it last week, right? So, so their stories are different. In AEW, it's all the same, mm-hmm. and it's really this goes to that whole you know we've we've mentioned it several times about Tony being the soul, basically the soul Booker. Um, Tony is a fanboy. Yeah, it would be like us booking wrestling. Um, we want to see the stuff that we think is super cool. Mm -hmm. that we remember from when we were kids. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. And I get it. I do. But Tony needs somebody in there, and he's got a treasure trove of talent that he could (laughs) lean on and say, hey, come help me with the books. I mean, you've got all of these. You've got Tully. You've got Arn. You've got Dean Malenko. You've got... Uh, Dustin. You've got Mark Henry. You've got the Big Show. You've got Jericho. You've got Jericho.
1: You've, you've got, got Sting. You got uh, Brian Danielson, who yeah. was writing for SmackDown a year William ago. Riegel. William Regal. William Regal. You have the people there, or you could reach outside of AEW. You could grab somebody like a Dutch Mantel yeah, that knows how to book and has booked and successfully the thing is, for like, years. What
0: you do there is you get one of these people that has they've been bookers for ages, right? Modern wrestling is different than it was in the 80s. Yeah. It's different than it was in the 90s, and it's different than it was in the early 2000s. Did,
1: did we mention JR when we were running through just now?
0: Right. You know, but the thing is, you could have one of those those old school Booker man, right? Yeah. The, the Dutch Mantel. A perfect example, and we'll use him for it. You could have him where he gives his opinion of, okay, we should do it this way but he's not the one that does the book, right? Mhm. Book by committee. He puts out that 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 here's what we want to do. Then have Tony who is more in tune with the I would say the the modern society, right? Yeah. Okay, I really like that idea. Can we do it this way? Can we add this modern flair to it? How can we make this work? How can we make this work because you know, your your standard old school 80s stories as told no by 80 stories hey you know hulk hogan the american hero versus you know the evil russian guy as Act, much as actually that as, that might I was actually just about work so right you now. know what that currently <laughs> you know um you can twist that yeah you can put a modern spin on it and make it work that's what needs to happen if they if AEW can get that figured out and they're still new i mean the company's only been around 3 years yeah. 4 years maybe that's it yeah. So they've got time to change. They just need to. Yeah. Um, but that's really all I wanted to say about AEW, right? Now, yeah. we did have Supercard of Honor.
1: Yeah, let's run through Supercard of Honor, uh, Ring of oh. Honor's return, yep. so
0: to speak, as well as Good old
1: potentially farewell kind of uh, combination.
0: Yeah, not really sure. Um, You know, there's been rumors out there that most of the people that were ROH uh, haven't received calls about coming back. Um, Some did, some didn't. Mm -hmm. It's clear, you know, there was a comment made, I think by Tony, that said before he bought Supercar, before he bought ROH, only about... Two hundred and fifty tickets had been sold for SuperCard. Yeah, after the purchase, almost two thousand were sold. But to be fair, for Um, Ring of
1: Honor, right there, and this is not this is both a good and a bad thing. Mm -hmm. They hadn't really announced anything for SuperCard of Honor. Exactly. So why am I buying
0: tickets for something that I know nothing about? I'm not exactly. Um. So they filled up SuperCard of Honor with a lot of AEW people. Mm -hmm. Um. Makes sense. A lot of them were yeah. ROH at some point. I mean, you look at um, guys like Jay Lethal, uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah. Uh, so, first match was Colt Cabana versus Blake Christian. Blake Christian was an ROH dude. Um, Colt was an ROH back in the day with, mm-hmm. you know, your Brian Danielson, your Sam you Punk, Punks. You know. um. So, they had that match. Colt wins. Okay. We had AQA versus Miranda Alizé. AQA, of course, being... Uh, is that That's not Booker's daughter, is it? Who This is somebody's daughter, and I don't remember who it is. Uh, I don't know. Um, she's been on AEW a couple times. She's been on Dynamite once. She was on Rampage once. She's been on Dark and Elevation several times. Um, she ends up winning. This is the kind of stuff that I would like to see an AEW-backed ROH turn into. You know, hey... She signed to AEW. She's still really new. This is a good place for those people that they want to be future huge stars for AEW. Mm-hmm. Send them through ROH. You know, treat ROH almost, but not quite like an NXT.
1: Okay, so AQA. I don't believe she was anybody's daughter, but she was trained by Booker okay, T.
0: There you go. I knew it was something like that. She was. She was Booker was in there somewhere. Uh, We then had the Shinobi Squad versus Gates of Agony. I honestly don't know who either of these groups are, but Tully Blanchard pops up with Gates of Agony. Okay. Uh, They're his new people. You know, of course, he got fired by FTR. Part of their face turn. Yep. Uh, We see Joe Hendry versus Dalton Castle, both ROH people. Um where Dalton Castle wins, and on the previous match, uh, Gates of Agony won. We get Swerve, another Mm -hmm. AEW guy pops up, versus Alex Zane. Swerve wins. Um, Ninja Mac versus Brian Cage, who comes out with Tully. So Tully's building another faction, it looks like, another stable. Uh, Brian Cage wins. We then had Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty, um, in which Jay Lethal wins, but he has to cheat. Yeah. So Jay Lethal is starting to turn heel. Which uh, I'm or, okay
1: with. I think I, I wasn't watching ROH because it was difficult for me to watch. Yeah. But um, I think Jay Lethal spent a significant amount of time in ROH as a
0: heel. Yeah. So... Um, We get Willow Nightingale versus Mercedes Martinez for the interim women's championship for ROH, which Mercedes Martinez wins interim because Roxy had it previously. She is now signed with the WWE. Uh, so when she, well, no, Roxy had it. She lost to Deanna Perrazzo. Deanna Perazzo is out currently. Roxy signed with. Mm hmm. WWE, so at some point we're going to see Mercedes Martinez versus Deanna Perazzo to, to, to unite the belts. We got yeah. to. Um, we saw the Briscoes versus FTR, which this was one that was positioned several months ago, and TNT kind of stopped it because of comments made by the Briscoes. Um,
1: yeah, old comments
0: made by one of the Briscoes. Who, who has he- since apologized for it, you know, the whole thing, but, you know, TNT... National television, mm-hmm. you know, they say, no, we don't want to do it on TV right now. And you know. and that's fair. And that's their call. You know, it's their their channel. They can do what they want. Ultimately, really good match. FTR wins, and they are the ROH Tag Champions. So now mm-hmm. they've got the ROH belts and the AAA belts. Yeah. Uh, we saw Rhett Titus versus Minoru Suzuki for the ROH World TV Champion, which Minoru Suzuki wins, which is his first... U.S.-based title. Really? Yep. Uh, We then had Josh Woods versus Wheeler-Huda. For the ROH Pure Championship, Wheeler-Huda wins. Mm -hmm. This, I think, will be played a big part into the whole Regal telling you to go out and prove yourself before you can join us. And and Huda also, just to step back to AEW real quick.
1: He kind of stepped away from the best friends mm-hmm. this week and kind of told him, "Like I'm here to to wrestle. I'm not here to to make friends." Right. And so we're seeing a turn. I don't know what you want to call it a heel turn. I
0: wouldn't necessarily consider it a but heel turn. There's there's a a character development happening. development which I'm all for. The characters need development over time, or they become stale. in JF. Um We then see Jonathan Gresham versus Bandito for the undisputed ROH World Championship. Jonathan Gresham wins. Um, After he wins, they have the thing in the ring. Because ROH was always big about, you know, shaking hands, all that kind of stuff. Bandito hands him the belt, shakes his hand. Gresham starts to talk. Gets attacked by Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. Until Samoa Joe comes out. And takes uh, takes out Gresham, just chokes him out, or choked out Sonja Dutt. I'm sorry,
1: uh, completely. Yeah, he saved Gresham, but choked out Sonya Dutt. So
0: Samoa Joe is ROH is all elite is whatever you want to call it. He's well, he released? is all elite because
1: to Tony did announce that he is all elite. Yeah. We will be seeing Samoa Joe on Dynamite this coming week.
0: Yeah. So, so I, I I can't even describe how much I want to see Joe come out with uh, Daniel Bryan and Moxley.
1: Yeah. And, and Joe kind of has hinted at, he's not going to be a good guy. He's not going to be. He just wants to
0: kick in people's heads. Yeah. He's just coming out. is exactly what Daniel Bryan said and is pretty much what Moxley has always done.
1: Yeah. So like the three of them with Regal, just mm-hmm. destroying AEW as much as that has the, the aspects of the, look at these former WWE guys. Yeah. I think, I don't think you can really argue those like, three guys are top tier wrestlers. It doesn't
0: matter if they're WWE. And ultimately I have a problem with the whole concept of, Oh, they're just ex WWE guys. Okay, cool. Um, you can call them that they were signed with WWE. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. um, but if I went to work somewhere else, are they just going to refer to me as an ex AT&T guy? You know. Yeah. If you are a wrestler, you have a craft. Mm-hmm. You have a skill. If you want to use that skill, you want to make money off of that skill, you got to work somewhere. Yep. So if the company you're currently working for says, "Hey, uh we 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 don't need you anymore. We have nothing for you." Uh, we don't know how to book you. Uh, eh? You got to go do something. Yeah. Whether it's wrestling in VFW halls or if you're good enough, you go to one of the competitors. You go to TNA. You go to uh, AEW. Uh, well, are we going to refer to Cody as an ex-AEW guy?
1: Well, when when, and if he shows up anywhere. I mean, that's true. You know. That's
0: true. Spoiler so. alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, is that, it? but I mean, honestly, yeah. is that the thing? Like, let's say, cause okay, we, we, we said it, he shows up at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, so let's say Cody goes forward and within the next six months to a year, hypothetically, he dethrones Roman. Cody Rhodes world, uh, WWE mm. heavyweight champion, right? Is he an ex AEW guy? I mean, he worked at WWE first, but yeah. there wasn't an option really at that point. Well, he kind of made his name in, in uh, New Japan, and let's let's take this back some. Are we calling AJ Styles an ex-TNA guy? Let's
1: let's let's carry this backwards some to so the last time that you had two major promotions, okay, on cable television.
0: Yeah, okay. So Kevin
1: Nash. <laughs> But it is, is Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, are they X WWE guys? Sean Waltman, when he jumped from WCW back to uh, WWF. It would is be an he an ex WCW guy? W- WCW guy.
0: Jericho. Stone X-WCW Cold. WCW guy. Stone Cold. X W C W WCW guy. Like,
1: yes, I understand the criticism of you have this X WWE guy or or this former. Let me get the X out of my mouth. This former. Performer for mm-hmm. WWE coming in and dominating your homegrown talent,
0: mm-hmm. and, and
1: but we're not talking about somebody. We're not talking about Baron Corbin here. Yeah, we're not talking
0: Baron Corbin. We're we're
1: talking legitimate best wrestlers in the world, contenders, main
0: event draws that were there because of how good they are, not because of what they looked like, and in some cases,
1: actively had to fight to get to the position they had because
0: like Daniel Bryan, Bryan they were
1: a B plus player.
0: Right. So like I get part of me gets the whole, Oh, you're just bringing in all these, you know, WWE throw cast offs, you know, what about your Joey Janela's? What about your, you know, all these people that you use to build up AEW and then all of a sudden you're getting rid of them. And, and there is an argument that can be made there. However, the other argument that can be made there is, as a fan, would you rather see Daniel Bryan every Wednesday or Joey Janela every Wednesday? Oh, it's hands down, Daniel Bryan. Joey so, Janela.
1: Joey Janela is a draw. I I'm, I'm just want to address this. He is a draw. Mm-hmm. But he never, in my opinion, he never put the effort in to get exactly. himself over on television.
0: Exactly. He
1: is a draw and for your local wrestling, yeah. for like a Ring of Honor style to come in and do some stuff for a while. Exactly. Daniel Bryan puts
0: butts in seats. That's the point. That's kind of where I'm working here, you know, because one of the biggest criticisms has been about, you know, oh, you know, all these people are leaving AEW, you're letting them go, you're not re signing their contracts. They were there to help you get started. They were there to help get AEW off the ground so you had people to wrestle. And, oh, now you've brought in all these big-name people, and you don't need them anymore. But yeah, here's, here's the thing. You're right. You don't. But those big-name people that got brought in, they're the ones that are going to sell out arenas. And here's
1: the thing. Brian Danielson's been, a, been in AEW for less than a year. They've taken, in a month, they have taken Willier, Willer, Utah, mm-hmm. who absolutely nobody in the universe cared about at all.
0: And made him somebody we care about. And
1: made him somebody that we're like, hey, I'm, I'm watching this guy. Yep. I'm watching. What What is this guy going to do?
0: Exactly. Look at the, you know, you can say how you want to, but Jericho fighting Hangman, that very first mm-hmm. fight, Jericho put the rub on Hangman. Even yeah. though Jericho won. They built a that story. started building Hangman yeah. to be who he is today. Yeah. And um Kenny Omega. Okay, listen, internet wrestling community. We know Kenny's awesome. Yep. Yeah, we and we agree. We are the minority of wrestling fans. The majority of wrestling fans would look at you and go, Who's Kenny Omega? Absolutely. Jericho put rub on Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm for the US audience. You can argue with me if you want, but you're wrong. Yeah. The average person who's like, "Oh, cool, wrestling's on." has no idea who Kenny Omega is.
1: No. Um
0: you you have to be a true wrestling fan and to
1: know who Kenny Omega is. Yep. And you have to have that thought of, "Oh, I'm going to go and and do the research to understand his history to get where you want to get with Kenny you don't need that with Brian Danielson you no. don't need that with John Moxley you don't need that with CM Punk you don't need that with Samoa Joe
0: yeah they're their names they're people that are known, period.
1: and they're going to get in the rings with, in the ring with these guys and they are going to absolutely improve the quality yeah for sure of the product
0: for in sure.
1: AEW and the quality they're going to give these guys somebody that these young guys, these jungle boys, these Darby Allens, they're going to give them quality opponents that can actually teach them something, yeah, and make sure. them better for sure. To where in ten years' time, we're talking about Jungle Boy is the biggest thing in wrestling.
0: Yeah, in ten years, we're talking about Jungle Boy. We're talking about Darby Allen, MJF, and, and you know, ten years. Ten years
1: is maybe too long, but you you get where we're going.
0: Uh-huh. So we are talking about these people. The same way that we're talking about CM Punk and Brian Danielson Mm -hmm. and such right now. Yeah. That's the key to all of this. If we just had Darby Allin wrestling with uh, Joey Janela for the next five years, no one is going to know anything about either of them.
1: Yeah. If
0: we got Darby Allin versus CM Punk for the next five years... Darby Allen versus Dan- Brian Danielson for the next five years. Now we're going to know who Darby Allen is. Yeah. And Darby's going to get better. And maybe
1: one of these guys like a CM Punk can get through to him. Uh, or, or even Jeff Hardy can get through and say, Hey dude, look, you don't have to tone it all the way down, but maybe tone it down just a little bit Yep, and extend your career. Exactly. So let's pivot away from AEW. And let's talk about Wrestlemania. That's right, Wrestlemania.
0: Which, before we get into it, was better than it had any right to be last night. So I've been calling it, you know, I called it
1: Wrestlemania Mm -hmm. in the title of our episode for last week. Yep. And I've been referring to that because we just, neither one of us have been looking forward to it. Nope. And we really... The build has been
0: kind of trash for most of it we
1: really just didn't like we were going to watch it because we're wrestling fans and it's WrestleMania and it's what we do. Uh, But we weren't all that excited about it. Last year, we all came up here as a group. We sat down, we watched WrestleMania together this year. We're all just kind of like, nah, I'm just going to chill at the house.
0: Chill at the house. Watch it there. That kind of thing. Yeah.
1: We got on, we got a better show than what it deserved. Yeah. And what we expected. Agreed. So we'll start it. We're going to go through this match by match. We start the show off with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between your champions, the Mm -hmm. Usos, and your challengers, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Shout
0: out to Rick Boogs.
1: Rick Boogs gets in this match and unfortunately tears his patella tendon.
0: Yep. Uh, you can, you can see it on the replay. Yeah, uh, he has one of the Usos up on his shoulders. He's got both of them. He's well, tra- he had he was... one of them and mm-hmm. the other one jumps up on his shoulders. And of course, Boogs is a strong man, right? So he's yeah. going to do probably a, a press slam of some sort with both of them. Yeah. Something. And you see his knee just kind of gives and buckles and he hits the ground, rolls out of the ring screaming.
1: Yeah. He, uh, he works it over. He goes down. And, and works like his way over super to Shinsuke
0: fast after that. Like Shinsuke gets in the ring, ends up over in the Usos corner, gets his hair pulled, super kick one two three. Like yeah, we're talking within five seconds. minutes. No, it was it longer than thirty seconds. Little, yeah, I guess it was, it was maybe a five time. minutes. Maybe maybe five minutes. Um,
1: but it goes and you like you're like, well, was that a work? Was that just a way to keep it on the Usos for now? I, I don't know. Uh, I do know that they did come back and say that Rick Boogs is actually injured. He tore his patella tendon. So the Usos win and retain their championships. Mm -hmm. We then move into Happy Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre won, thank God.
0: Yeah, and then he cut the ring ropes with with Angela.
1: With Angela. So... Uh, not really much to say there. You got the two big guys going at each other. I can
0: only hope this ends their stupid feud. It, it needs won't.
1: to. It needs to. Because, especially, especially if Brock loses tonight, mm-hmm. there's only, I'll say, three challengers for Roman right now. And it's Drew, Seth, and now Cody. Yeah. So, I. Right, I, I need Drew. The story with Corbin has to end, and honestly, they've been teasing a happy Corbin or a happy Corbin and a uh, Madcap Moss breakup. Uh-huh. Let's do that, and let's repackage Moss into a better gimmick, have him evolve. I don't need don't take him off TV.
0: Right, just, just have him evolve, evolve into, into a
1: better gimmick because this is this is a nothing gimmick, and. I get it's it. Awful. WWE sees something in Riddick. I don't know that I see it as well as they do, but he does have something.
0: Well, Riddick Moss needs something to be Riddick Moss. Yeah. His previous gimmick was Mojo Raleigh's lackey. Yeah. Now he's Baron Corbin's lackey. The dude has a look. Let him have something. Yeah,
1: give him something to give him something he can actually sink his teeth into.
0: Yep. Um And let's get Drew away from him, get Drew yeah. into a main event scene. Mm-hmm. Let's go that route. Yep.
1: Uh so like I said, Drew wins that one. We then go into Logan Paul and the Miz versus Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. This was
0: without a doubt the low point to me of the show. Um one I can't stand Logan Paul. Yeah. He's a trash human being, absolutely, who does not deserve any recognition at all. Period. The whole what he they... needs
1: to disappear from the face of the earth, and I don't mean yeah. I don't mean he needs to die or anything like that. No, he just yeah. needs. I don't he just needs
0: to disappear. I don't care. Uh, yeah. Um, what they've been doing with Ray and Dominic has made me dislike Ray Mysterio, uh, which is. Pretty tough, considering Ray was one of those hero types. Yeah. when I was much younger and watching wrestling. So
1: I was watching SmackDown before WrestleMania yesterday. So I watched, I watched Raw, SmackDown, and WrestleMania yesterday. I have Jesus. exceeded my quota of <laughs> wrestling for the week. Good lord, but, man! Uh, I had things earlier this week that kept me from watching it, but they said something about. The reason Dominic's not in a ma- not in a mask is because Ray says he needs to earn it. And I said, so that's what they're doing. They're going to get the win tonight. Dominic's going to get the win, and Ray's going to present him with a mask.
0: Nope, didn't happen. No, they lost. No, they lost. And then Miz turned on Logan Paul for reasons? Yeah.
1: <sighs> I don't know.
0: Low point of the night,
1: 100%. Then Stephanie McMahon comes out. Yeah. And she introduces us to Gable Steveson don't again. Care.
0: Yeah, don't care. Uh,
1: like, okay, you guys have signed him for this signed next in line. A year thing.
0: ago, two years ago, something like that. I, anyway, it's, been, it's
1: only been like a year, maybe even maybe even less than that. Maybe it only was like, like eight five months. years ago. But mm-hmm. you, you've signed him to this next in line. Great, happy for you. I'm happy that you're scouting the college and you're doing this and that. Until he's ready to step in the ring, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to see his name. I don't want to see his face.
0: Maybe we can get some coming soon to to Raw graphics like they've been doing for uh, Veer for the past. Well, four supposedly, minutes.
1: supposedly it is confirmed Veer is supposed to be on Raw Monday. I want to see Veer we'll do see. an Emolina
0: thing. Like <laughs> I want to see him come out and and do like a, a a yell or a scream or something like that, and then walk back off the stage, and then. He, they're gonna repackage him to something else, and yep. then that's coming to raw.
1: That would be great. Um, um, yeah. I don't. I don't understand this. This next in line, if they're just gonna keep touting Gable Steveson, mm-hmm. which I get it. He's an Olympic wrestler. He's a collegiate sure. level wrestler. Great. He is the the top guy that you've had since Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm.
0: Chad Gable. Which they never really did anything. But related, here's the
1: thing with Chad. Chad is half the size of Kurt.
0: Oh, for sure. And yeah. and I, I
1: hate saying that. It doesn't because have the look. I, I hate saying that. It doesn't be- have
0: the look. It is what it is.
1: Gable Stevenson is a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Gable Stevenson has the potential to be a big deal. Don't keep shoving him in my face if he's not going to wrestle for another three years. Yep. We then move on to perhaps the match of the night.
0: Um, yes. Bianca Belair. Versus Lady Gaga.
1: (laughs) Versus Becky Lynch. No, I had
0: it right. Becky, when Becky came to the ring, the first thing I said was, damn, she stole Lady Gaga's outfit because she looked like Lady Gaga with bright red hair. Well, you're not wrong. Um, of course, this one... Becky came out first, which, of course, that's one of those weird things. Champion comes out first. Yeah. Deal. Um, But it was because Bianca came out to uh, Texas Southern and their marching band that did uh, her intro. Yeah. Uh, of course, they're in uh, Dallas. Uh, that's where Texas Southern is. Texas Southern is an HBCU. Uh, so... Yeah, you know, there you go. See, now Bianca's from Tennessee, so Yeah, uh, it just I don't know. But it
1: was it was the thing. Uh now you did you, you said Becky looked like Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. I was getting some uh like Ziggy Stardust vibes off of her.
0: There was a little bit of that too. One thing I will say, Becky looked like a villain. Oh, and period. the look
1: the the fury in her eyes, as she's yes. sitting there waiting for Bianca to make like her way the down. the way she had her
0: makeup done, her outfit, everything. 2AT said, this is your bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this was This match stole great. the
1: show. They started out with a tease from SummerSlam. Yep. Because they did the exact same thing where she punched her. Yep. Manhandle slam is, and then tried to pin her. Tried to pin her that that to me I was like no way no way and you know Bianca right. kicked out I was like brilliant
0: yeah I, and I was hooked the match but, was great yeah um. you know
1: Caitlin came out and watched me I think starting watched this and starting with this match and she just she loved it this match was great your winner mm-hmm and new Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair,
0: as she should be, absolutely. Now, granted, while we were watching this match, I would have been cool with either of them winning, with how this match was going. Yeah, Bianca needed this win; like she, she absolutely legit had to win this match. Yeah, but I'd have been cool with either of them winning. Yeah,
1: the way that this match was booked, the way this match went, whoever was- produced this match.
0: Five stars.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Dave, if you don't give him five stars, he won't. I I won't ever. Won't. You know, I won't ever read Wrestling Observer again. Oh wait, I don't don't read that. Don't now. read it anyway. Anyways, but, but, <laughs> yeah. but uh
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: And following that match, we finally get to find out who
0: Seth Rollins' well, secret opponent. Seth comes out uh, to a a weird chorus of. People sort of singing yeah. his theme song-ish.
1: They they do a, uh, have a choir come
0: out and, and sing um, sing his kind of, oh, yeah. you know. So Seth comes down to the ring. And then the lights go out. And then fireworks hit a cru- up the ramp. <laughs> and Then it's all quiet.
1: Wrestling has more than one royal
0: family. And then adrenaline in my soul. WrestleMania's got Cody Rhodes, <laughs> and he comes up from the ramp. Yeah. American Nightmare across everything has the 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 horrible tattoo mm-hmm. and the weird 3D graphic design yeah. thing that WWE has been doing the uh, the augmented stuff.
1: He was wearing his most recent gear wearing from AEW
0: here. Um. It was a good entrance. It was a good entrance. He's in the ring as he gets in the ring. Seth Rollins shouts at him, "Welcome back to the big leagues, bitch." Um. And then we had the match. Five out of ten. Yeah. It was. It was a match. It wasn't bad per se, but it was 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 as good as I expected it to be. Uh, for somebody of Seth's ability. This wasn't it. It really, to me,
1: it established that Cody Rhodes is upper mid card. Cody Rhodes is mid. And Seth Rollins was wrestling down.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of, there was a quite a few botches. Uh, on Cody's part, mm-hmm. it looked like Cody probably hasn't wrestled I at all. I don't think Cody has been in a ring he since left. he left
1: AEW. Um, all of, the, like of course, the, he doesn't
0: have any friends to wrestle with, so
1: there you go. The The ring ropes, you could see the welts in his back. So mm-hmm. he's lost the, for lack of a better term, callus yep. that you gain when you do that kind of stuff. His back was just utterly destroyed and bruised. I bet he's barely moving today.
0: He he also had an interview uh, where he talked about everybody came by his, his trailer to, w- to welcome him back. The last mm-hmm. person that came by was Triple H, which I do want to mention something real quick about Triple H once we get through this little part. Yeah. Because um, we for- completely forgot about standing the liver. Yeah. That also happened. Um,
1: Well, I, I didn't forget about it so much as I just don't
0: so, care. Um. You know he talked about Cody talks about how emotional it was Triple H coming in because those two don't like each other, mm-hmm. um, obvious, right? Um, so he talked about that. There was also he also did a interview with Vanity that came out after WrestleMania um, where he told Vince and Bruce Prichard and uh, Nick Khan that in, that Cody told them that Cody thinks. He is the greatest wrestler in the world, and there is no close second. Ultimate Warrior says what? Um Oh God. I I have no respect at all anymore for Cody Rhodes.
1: Um This is this is the one A, one B statement on steroids.
0: So I have no respect at all for Cody. Cody completely sold out. There is no any denying that at all. Cody sold out to become a mid-card champion, probably.
1: I think he's going to get a title run. I don't. Well, maybe not a title run. He's going to get a title contender. Cody
0: Cody made the comment that part of the reason he came back to WWE is because when he was a kid, he always wanted uh, the belt because his dad never got one. His dad wrestled for it. But he never got one, and he wanted to do that for himself, for his legacy, and for his dad.
1: To be clear, that is a WWE belt, yeah. not...
0: Right, not a, the NWA title, anything yeah. like that. Um, So that's why he said he went back to WWE. Personally, he went back to WWE for all the reasons that have been released that he went back to WWE. He got butt hurt, grabbed his ball, and went home. Um, Yeah, no, no,
1: he ended up in WWE because he just bought a new mansion. And and I mean that in the the fullest sense of the word, mansion, not house, mansion. Right. And when he didn't get the deal from Tony that he thought he was going to get,
0: yep. See also what yep. we just talked about with people like Brian Danielson, people mm-hmm. like CM Punk, these people that were actually draws. Cody ain't it? Uh, not in America.
1: Well, and it's not even that. It's not even that. If Cody what? had accepted that he is a heel.
0: Cody could have he done could two have things. done a
1: great he would have been a great
0: heel in AEW. We've we've mentioned this many many times on the podcast. I'm going to mention it again. If Cody would have turned heel and worked into his story that he's an EVP, so that stupid clause that he put on his wrestling Jericho about never challenging for the AEW title. As a member of management, I don't feel that that is a a fair stipulation to any wrestler. So, I'm going to revoke that stipulation. Boo! Hiss! Boo! I'm just doing what's best for the business. Take another stab at WWE. Turn full heel. Yeah. Now you're Cody, the businessman who's doing best for business, right? Mm -hmm. He has a match. He loses the match. He gets out, he rolls out of the ring, he grabs the microphone and goes, I don't think that loss is the best thing for business. So, as an EVP, Mr. Referee, we're going to restart this match as a no disqualification or a no countout or whatever reason he lost. That can't be used yeah. to win the match. And then he wins the match. And then and forces and then you the have, ref to make you know, raise his hand and say he's the winner.
1: And then you have a natural story between him and I'm going to say Kenny. Yep. Because the Bucks are the Bucks. They're the tag team division. Mm-hmm. Kenny's the other single star. So it builds a. You have a match between him and Kenny. You have Co- Kenny come yeah. back. Cody as, does this
0: several times, and then Kenny finally comes back and goes, "Dude, I'm an EVP too. Maybe, yeah. maybe even Kenny comes back. He wrestles Cody. Cody says, as an EVP." Kenny Omega beating me is not good for business. Therefore, we're going to restart the match. And Kenny grabs a microphone and goes, as an EVP, you can eat shit. You know? Yeah. And yeah. there you so, go. Uh, that could have been phenomenal. But instead, he took his we ball. We Cody
1: Rhodes. Because Cody, as he said, he thinks he's the best wrestler. And he also thinks he's the best booker, even though his booking makes no sense.
0: made no sense at all. So,
1: so uh, good yeah. for him
0: being back in WWE. Maybe he's happy there, whatever. I don't care.
1: Um, We'll move on. Yeah. Because we, we're going to rant forever right. on that. <laughs> right. uh, rant forever. <laughs> 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 Next up, we have the Hall of Fame inductees coming out, as we do to acknowledge them.
0: Which, there's, uh, there's been a little bit of internet hullabaloo about uh, Undertaker's speech where he did not mention Mick Foley at all he mentioned triple h uh-huh. he mentions uh shawn he mentions uh kane of course arguments could be made that his biggest rivalry throughout history was mankind uh, i don't know i but i haven't. there was no mention of it so again internet wrestling community being internet wrestling
1: community. yeah i don't think i think he just went out there and he hit
0: yeah he hit the, the he hit the stuff that he remembered cuz he's old yeah
1: <laughs> and that's what i was going to say so here we have the Hall of Fame inductees, we, Shad Gaspard's family, Vader's family, we have Charmel, the Steiner brothers, they all weigh out to crowd. Taker gets his full entrance. Mm-hmm. But it's not Taker who walks out. It's Mark Calloway. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I, I'm sitting here and I'm watching this. Yeah, he's not Undertaker anymore. I am. I'm, I'm just like, there's an old man standing up there and take her spot. Like, and he looked full, fully looked to the part of an old
0: man. And it just... It's sad, but it is what it is. Like we, we were talking about last night. He took a garbage gimmick mm-hmm. and ran with it for 30 years. Yeah, and, and not even just ran with it. He took
1: a garbage gimmick and turned it into the best gimmick in professional wrestling yeah. history. Yeah, and it just—I was watching it, and I'm just like, I—I I always wanted to see Mark Calloway come out and talk about Taker,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but now that I'm actually
0: getting that, yeah, put the I curtain back. Don't want to see it. Like, like his interview <sighs> was still cold. Uh the well, his A- interview the, with Stone Cold the was A&E fine. Thing that he did, where he that, talked about ta- being Taker and all that stuff, is, uh, is it
1: was fine with me. But it's when he walked out, and it wasn't Taker, it was Mark Calloway, and yeah. it was this—Hey, Fabes, dead, sir. The, it was this old man standing up there to, at Taker's music, and, and and holding his finger up in the air and waving to the crowd, and it, it like. I'm absolutely (laughs) proud of the man for for what he did, and he absolutely deserved to be in a Hall of Fame. But just something broke in me. (laughs) And I don't know what it is, and I want it back.
0: (laughs) Something that I, just a real quick, like, return here, something I thought was funny, last night during WrestleMania, after Cody's match, Mm -hmm. uh, Pro Wrestling Tees sent me an email that says, all Cody Rhodes stuff on, on sale. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then this morning I got one from WWE shop that says get the new American nightmare. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, pro wrestling tees is going to sell out of what they have. Mm-hmm. They're going to get them off and, and then you're going to get, uh, the WWE, WWE stuff. Yeah. And that's just business. That's
0: it is what it is. I just thought it was kind of comical. Yeah. Um,
1: we then move on to
0: second worst match of the night.
1: Yeah. A, a match that both of us are disappointed in for different reasons. Okay. I think. And that is Charlotte flair versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown women's title. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte flair wins and retains.
0: So I'm glad that Charlotte won because at least you have a full-time wrestler with the belt. Yeah. You don't have another Brock Lesnar last year situation or year before last situation. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Brock Lesnar for the last five years situation.
0: Uh, But I hate that Charlotte won because it's Charlotte. And I'm tired of her having a belt and being in the belt picture.
1: And honestly, I'm disappointed in the way that Charlotte won.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because
1: Charlotte didn't win that match.
0: Ref bump. Yeah. Uh, Where she speared the ref. It wasn't just a ref bump. No, like, she straight up she speared. She straight up speared little Nache. Uh, And as we've mentioned before, out, but the ref was distracted. So Rhonda gets up and gets the ref back in order where she then eats a big boot and gets pinned off of a big boot. Yeah. After kicking out of a natural selection, after breaking, not, not rope breaking, breaking a figure eight, um, a big boot, put her down.
1: Yeah. um, I will say this, Rhonda, stop doing Piper's Pit. Stop doing It that. looks
0: awful. And for God's sakes, woman, get a different ring attire. I'm tired of seeing you dig at your crotch for the entire match.
1: Mm-hmm. Stop.
0: Wear longer pants. Put them down to your knees. Yep. Or shorter pants so that they come up above your thighs. This whole, like, part thigh thing where every time you take a step, you reach and pull them down, and then you take a step, and you reach and pull them down, it's distracting. Quit it. When you're laying there on the on the mat like you're knocked out, You're reaching and grabbing and pulling at your (laughs) pants. It's dumb. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Uh,
1: All right. So after that disappointment of a match, we move on to... Segment of the night. Segment of the night. The KO Show Mm -hmm. featuring Stone Cold Steve Austin. So we're going to walk through this in a couple different parts. So
0: first of all, this was not what I don't think either of us expected. Nope. I personally expected Stone Cold to come out, KO to ask some questions, KO to be uh, obnoxious KO, Stone Cold The y'all want to see me stomp a mud hole in this SOB and walk it dry, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. And the crowd chants, and then he beats up Kevin Owens. Maybe you get Booker T involved, maybe you get Shawn Michaels involved, JBL. maybe you get JBL involved, because, you know, Texas. Um, and we go home happy. With Stone Cold having stunned KO, probably stunned Booker, probably stunned JBL, probably stunned HBK. Yeah, then we go home happy.
1: We, we all go home happy.
0: This is not how this went.
1: The what I was I was expecting either that, or I was expecting a segment to set up a match for tonight. Okay, if there were because there was always a rumor out there that there was a match, and I didn't.
0: Think, Possible, yes, but the only thing I can say about that is they're not going to have any match on the card tonight that is worth anything because it will take away from Brock Roman.
1: Yeah. So, but those were that's what yeah, I was thought was sure, sure. you know those were the the options I thought was happening. So let, let, we're going to go through this and talk about what happened in in a couple of different segments. First, we of course have Kevin Owens come out, mm-hmm. and then Stone Cold walks out,
0: and then turns around and, and then walks turns back. around and
1: <laughs> walks back. What and. You got Kevin Owens playing it up. He's like what, He's laughing. He, the guy walked out. The crowd is confused. Like, like what's going on? We were sitting
0: on? there. We were like, there's your Stone Cold siding, everybody. Have a good <laughs> night.
1: And then Stone Cold comes back out on the four-wheeler. The golf cart. No, that was a four-wheeler.
0: <laughs> Kevin Owens referred to it as a golf cart.
1: No, the golf cart was the, uh, the all-wheel drive one that he, he was ro- running around in when he answered Kevin Owens' thing.
0: No, 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 no. He, he came out on the four-wheeler. Oh. And then, when he got in the ring, Kevin Owens told him, "Uh, so why don't you drink your little beer and then go get back on your golf cart and oh. point it at the four-wheeler and get out of my ring? I guess I missed that anyways, yeah, <laughs> they stone cold
1: tears up the ring like tears up the Kevin Those are Owens my signs set, throws out the 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 easels, he throws out the signs. He's doing his ring post poses. The only thing that he leaves in the ring is the chairs.
0: So he sits down. Kevin Owens yells, cut the music. This is my show. Have a seat. <laughs> now, during all this, Stone Cold hasn't said a word. Yeah. And then Stone Cold starts talking. And we get the
1: what chance? And Stone Cold, you know, he cuts down... And they you hear what well,
0: I said, he looks like a jackass. Yeah. And you know, here in about five seconds, we're gonna have 77,000 people calling you an asshole. And then the crowd turns uh, in, yeah. asshole.
1: Yeah, you know. he was hitting his, his he high, was hitting the high notes, right? Kevin
0: says, I bring you down here to challenge you to a match. Well, he said, I lied to you. Yeah, I tricked you, stone cold. I didn't come down here because I wanted you on my show. I want you to come down here because I'm challenging you to a match, to a no holds barred match right here, right now. Mm -hmm. What do you say? And Stone Cold's just sitting there and he goes, If you want to, if you realize the best part, he goes, I know your knees are shot, your back's shot, your neck's shot, but other than that, you're fine. (laughs) You know, Kevin, and then Kevin Owens says, You know, my back hurts too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And that's when he tells him, you know, or you can decline and go get on your little golf cart and drive away.
1: I think it, maybe I was just too focused on, the
0: holy crap, we're about to actually right. get a Stone Cold match. The so Stone Cold says, the first match I ever wrestled was in Dallas. So, what do y'all say that my last, if y'all want my last match ever to be in Dallas, give me a hell yeah. And AT&T Stadium exploded. All 70 plus thousand people. Screaming, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a referee down here.
1: And, and we, we end up with a match. We get a match, and this isn't not some pansy little couple things, and then you know, stunner go home. No, they end up out in the crowd, Stone- and Stone Cold yeah. takes a vertical yes. suplex, yeah, on concrete. Yes, this He's match. Stunner. Yeah, this
0: match was way better. They didn't have any right to be. That didn't have any right and, to and be. And part of that, I'm sure, is nostalgia. Yeah. You know that. Oh my God, it's Stone Cold Wrestling. Yeah. You know,
1: he never took his shirt off. You could tell he. Yeah. He's got a little bit of a gut going. Whatever. It's the man's in his fifties. years old. Yeah. He's he's earned the right to so wrestle in a shirt. Drink beer and wrestle in a shirt.
0: Uh He drank, I don't know, seventy or <laughs> eighty beers, and by drink, I mean he opened them and poured them on himself. Um. During the thing, yeah. he he finally hits Kevin with a stunner. One, two, three, Stone Cold wins. Kevin Owens immediately rolls out of the ring.
1: Well, no. Kevin lays there. Stone Cold celebrates. Kicks him out of
0: the ring. That's right.
1: Celebrates. Kevin gets back up.
0: Hits him with another stunner. He gets hit with That's another right. stunner. Right.
1: Then he gets pushed out. And for some reason, and there's Byron Texas. And gets in the well, ring. Well, there's Texas State Troopers yeah. Yeah, that are out there. Kevin and Owens they off. drive.
0: What? Sure. Why not? I, it, and then
1: Byron gets in the ring
0: because here recently every time Stone Cold is showing up, he, Byron gets in the ring to have a beer with him and then gets stunned.
1: Yeah. So Byron gets stunned. Some random dude from the crowd gets in the ring, which is his brother. Oh, was that his that brother? Was Stone Cold's brother. Okay, I had no idea pointed, who that was. He
0: pointed over there and did this. Um, and then they said on commentary, you know, he's celebrating in the ring with his brother. I fully expected him to stun his brother. Yeah, you know, but uh, it was his brother.
1: Okay, I, I I didn't didn't have the volume up or whatever it was, but like um, I didn't pick up that it was his brother. I'm like, who's this random guy? And
0: then he shared a beer with the referee, and that was the and yeah. WrestleMania Night One went off the air with Stone Cold up on the ring post, smacking the beer cans together. Yep. Everybody went home happy. Night One. Oh, for sure. WrestleMania, you know, like you said earlier, we have called it WrestleMania. We just weren't interested. It was better than it had any right. Now night two, I don't know about. There's only two matches that I'm actually kind of wanting to see. One being Brock Roman just to see mm-hmm. what they do. The other being AJ Edge. Um, I hope Rhea and Liv win the women's belts, but also I don't care because no one else cares about the women's tag belts either. Yeah. Um certainly nobody in WWE does. Right. So I don't know. But there you go. Yeah. That was
1: WrestleMania. Oh,
0: Stand and Deliver. There was one thing that I wanted to say about Stand okay. and Deliver. Um, it was Chompa Swansong. Whether the, the the news isn't clear on whether he is done with his next con his NXT contract and he is leaving or if he was coming he's gonna be brought up to Raw or what. But That was his last match in NXT. He put over uh, D'Angelo on his way out. Mm -hmm. He walks up the ramp. He gets up to, you know, head in the backstage area. Triple H's music hits. Triple H comes out, grabs him, pulls him back to kind of the front of the ramp, hugs him, you know, the whole thing, does the Triple H point to him, and Ciampa's just pouring tears. Yeah. Um, Because Ciampa has made the comment in the past that, NXT was it for him. He he does not want to go up. Uh he said if he ever did go up, it would be the basically the end of his career because this has been extending his career, being able to just kinda wrestle once a week. Yeah. No real travel there with NXT. So yeah. if that was the last time we see Ciampa on wrestle on, on WWE television, you know, you made NXT the best that it was. And it's not your fault that it sucks now, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So, um, and otherwise we might see Tommaso show up on Ring of Honor, our AEW, our Impact, our New Japan. Who knows? We'll see. There is one other thing that
1: I wanted to talk about and wish I had done it earlier, but it slipped my mind when we were running through everything else. We mentioned that Tony Storm made her debut oh, yeah. in uh, AEW this week. Well, yesterday, I think it was, or Friday, mm-hmm. I'm not positive, when she did a question and answer session on somebody's show. Mm-hmm. And it appeared that she was either drunk or high or, or both. both. Yeah, And if not that a, is the case. Not a good look. If that is the case, I hope that Tony is smart enough and is able to give her the help that she needs. Yep. Because she's too good mm-hmm. to go out like this. Exactly. So, um, do we got anything happy to go out on?
0: No, you just had to ruin it.
1: I had to ruin everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, you couldn't <laughs> send us home happy. You know what? all the whiskey and wrestling fans. If you want me to give Michael a stunner, give me a hell. Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, with all that being said, uh, that is going to be the whiskey and wrestling show this week from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. Yeah. And we'd like to say a big thank you to McNarb gaming here in Gauche, Mississippi for allowing us to use the space. Come down here, check out all of the games that they have. If you are into D and D they have everything that you could want. They have dice. If you're a dice goblin like me, come get you some dice. If you are into card games like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon, they can help you out with that. If you're getting out of Magic the Gathering or Pokemon and you need to sell your cards, I think they can help you out with that as well.
0: And while you're here uh, in Gautier getting your 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 nerd on, Head on over to Big Dog Liquor. Pick up a bottle of something to go along with your your nerding. Yep. Uh, they've got any kind of spirit you can think of. You know, it's Kila, Gin, vodka, whiskey, uh, liqueurs of all sorts and sizes, rum, wines upon wines upon wines. Um, you know, go down there, get you. He does discounts all the time for different yep. things. Military, uh, especially. Grab something to drink. Get you an adult beverage. Get you a a cool board game finish listening to us and then listen to one of our friends,
1: check out one of our friends. Uh, we'll start with, with Jody this week in fearology where Jody sits down and runs through the history of horror, breaks down different movies and is just a great listen. If you're interested in learning more about the horror genre in and of itself.
0: Yep. Or, uh, or, or well, not or, and, and once you're done with that, <laughs> give a listen to songs, your cell phones, uh, Jarrett and Kevin talk about new movies, old movies, bingeable TV shows, both on their podcast and on a YouTube channel. I think it's live every Wednesday that they do that. um, Go give them a watch or a listen.
1: And keep your ears out. There's uh, something new coming very soon.
0: Yeah. So So with that said, cheers. Cheers.